FMX Network Production. Let's go. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast brought to you by Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, and Motosport.com. I'll never long for what might have been. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Thank you to Yamaha for supporting the game with four motorcycles. Thank you to the folks at motorsport.com, 100% fly racing as well for supporting the game. My Atlanta didn't go so well, but I'm really hoping to turn it around for this weekend in, uh, in New Jersey, man. So we'll get into that and more uh, here on the Fantasy Pod. But thank you to the folks at motorsport.com. Go to the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com to help us out and place your order. They have uh, some specials for Pulp Show uh, sponsors as well. They have great uh, shipping rates, a dedicated team of gearheads to help you out. And, yeah, whether it's uh, UTVs, whether it's uh, dirt bikes, whether it's street bikes, e-bikes, motorsport.com has got the best prices, the best customer service, and all of that. If you haven't dealt with them for your online motorcycle needs, uh, please check them out. And uh, and let me know if there's any problems by using the contact form on pulpamex.com as well, and I can help you out. But I'm telling you, motorsport guys know what they're doing. Fantastic. They want to thank them for the support of the FFL game as well. Uh, and, of course, 100% of Fly Racing. We'll tell you more about here in a little bit, but let's get the guys on the line to uh, talk uh, Atlanta, Jersey, and more. All right, uh, subbing in for uh, Paul Parabinos this week on the uh, Fantasy Pod. It's probably appropriate because this man's been uh, been having a good fantasy season. It's everybody's uh, favorite Roto. Uh, Roto, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, what's up? Glad to be back on the pod this year. Yeah, first time, right? Have we had you back? Yeah. On? Okay. Uh, thanks for doing the uh, videos and the previews and the cheat sheets and all of that for us, man. Good job out there uh, doing doing God's work, buddy. So. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, also on the line from Get and Athena, it's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? Pretty upset, man. I was, I was really clawing myself back into this thing mm-hmm. with all these bets I have with anyone to bet me because I'm a degenerate. And, uh, yeah, I just blew it. I swung for the fences like I always do. Yeah. And I did not hit a home run. Atlanta was rough for us. Uh, Also on the line, Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Uh, Yeah, I'm not happy. Um, I almost (laughs) called in sick, but I feel fine. It, uh, It was a rough race. So I got six in, and I scored better than average. I don't know how to feel about that. Like, I don't know if that if I should be like, whew. Not bad, or if I should just still be disgusted with myself. But somehow, six in got me better than an average score. In- I didn't open it. No. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I had a look. Yeah, I, there's no no good things were going to come from me looking, and my mood has deteriorated since I've opened it. Okay. Um. So yeah, right. that's just how we're that's how we're going to go here. All right. So that's good. Uh. Well, listen, uh, Atlanta. Marks. Marks has been on a roll. I don't know if anybody's kind of noticed, but our guy, Marks. Uh, rough start, very angry. I want to say the last uh, maybe month or so has really turned it around for Travis Marks. He got 224, uh, and he won the Experts League with that. I had 199, and again, six guys in. I had 199, uh, and I got second. Roto, 190. JT, 184. Paul, 170. Dan, 149. At some point, Dan texted us on Saturday and said, I have two riders out there. So <laughs> I did, I did. <laughs> um, and then the mulligan was one thirty-seven. 
uh, uh, from Atlanta, from the Speedway. Overall, though, JT, you are still leading, but Roto is coming for you. Uh, 3,062 points for JT, 3,023 for uh, Roto. I was once in second, and I have had some poo-poo weeks. Did you say, wait, did you say 3,000? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, that's awesome! I got like twenty two hundred guys. <laughs> no, you Dan. No, you're good. You, you got twenty six ninety eight, Dan. Oh, sorry, twenty six. Okay, uh, perfect. Looking at an old spreadsheet here. So I was ahead of Roto, but I've had few few, few bad weeks. But Roto is uh three thirty twenty three, and so he is thirty nine points behind JT uh, with uh, four races to go. I'm third, twenty three twenty. Actually, Paul Marks. Speaking of Marks, he's now tied me. Twenty nine thirty three on the year, and then uh, and then Paul Mulligan and Dan, yeah, rough, rough weekend for for you, Dan. Uh, Atlanta, three oh six high score, forty four percent of people with eight in the main. I don't think anybody in this call got eight, right? Roto, I know you didn't. Um, Absolutely not. Right, um, and I know JT didn't. So twenty percent of people picked an FFL in two fifty seven point nine got it right. 18% picked a 450 FFL, 3.8 got it right. It was um, uh, Hayden Deegan in 250s, and I think 450s was Ken, I believe. Um, yeah, it was Ken. Yep. Uh, and then the scores are Albright, 2.2% pick trend. He did qualify inside the top 22, I believe. So there was reason to pick TJ Albright. Uh, 52 points. Luke Neese, 52 points. Talon Hawkins, 52 points. Uh, Linville, 52 and then Miller, Braswell, Welton, and the Cat was after that in 250s. And Pick Trend in 250s was, uh, oh, uh, well, Pick Trend was Nate Thrasher, uh, 56%, seven points. He's going to be out for a while with an injury. And then uh, also Jace Owen, 20% Pick Trend, six points for him. Hardy Munoz, we're going to speak about Hardy, 18.4 Pick Trend, 450s. Uh, Lesher was the number one uh, scoring rider there and uh, 38 points, 0.1 pick trend. Dino was next at 36, then McElrath, then Nichols, then Morans, then Chiz. Tight 450 uh, range of guys there. Um, Ten guys, the top ten, were separated by eight points, the, the scoring rider. So really tight scoring in 450s and pick trend in 450s. Uh, Jason Anderson was a top pick trend. I had him last week, so I stayed away from there. Then it was Dean, Chiz, Benny, John Short, who I championed on this podcast last week uh, uh, as, a, as a lock and everything else, uh, was the top pick trend guy with zero points. Okay, 250. Great racecraft from him, from yes. that gentleman. Great. 250s, here we go. Luke Neese qualified well, and then he was out of qualifying, and then uh, we got some help from uh, um, um, Cody Shock and who else, JT? One other guy. Oh, uh, they crashed into each other, and Luke Neese rode right into qualifying. Thank you. Thank you, Cody Shock, and the other rider that I forget who it was. Uh, so we got Colin some, Park. Colin Park. We got uh, Luke Neese into the main event that way. 52 points for us. That, that was a great job. I had Caden Braswell. Didn't qualify well, but he's not a qualifier. So I still had kind of faith in him, and he got 46 points for me. So good job, uh, Caden. My all-star was Nate Thrasher. Yep, looking good, 26 points. And we all saw what happened. He's a former winner here, so it was a pretty easy pick to go with Nate. And uh, and then that. And then I picked a Hardy Munoz, who I kind of blame on Dan because Dan's been a champion of Hardy for a long time, and he couldn't ride the whoops. And it was funny because you just you saw it live at the race. You saw his meltdown and yeah. his lack of racecraft 
and his speed just head south as the cat passed him and, and many others. So I was very disappointed in Hardy Munoz. Uh, zero points. Uh, Roto just, just had to move over. All he had to do was just Dude. move over and close AJ off. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. You, you, just move over. That's it. He was visibly faster everywhere but the whoops. And he couldn't even triple the whoops. He just doubled them. I, I don't know, man. Roll them. Just take AJ line. Just go on the line. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah just, no. I, just roll them. But even his jumping was horrible. Even jumping was horrible. I just I don't understand it. Um, and then, and then the rest of the track, he was way better. And they would lose everything in the whoops and more. So very frustrating. Uh, JT, who'd you have? I had a bunch of uh, screw-ups, what I had. Um, I had a lot of the same issues that you guys did, um, only worse. And honestly, you know, to start this thing, I should be fair. My 250 team was really great. Um, I had Luke Nice, 52. Talon Hawkins, 52. Both crushed it. I had Shimoda who uh, Paul will not be on this call, but he was preaching to save him for the, the showdown this coming weekend. We'll see if that pans out or not. But at 34 points, I can't be mad. Like maybe he gets 52 and, and it was the right play. But at 34, I'm, I'm okay with that. Like it's good enough Then I won't be upset about it. Although my all-star uh, DNS, I should have had a really, really strong, like maybe – winning level 250 team um if nate thrasher doesn't end his season right there he was a 56 percent pick trend so at least mm-hmm. um you know everybody got hurt with me but it still sucks you know the people that didn't have him killed me there uh so yeah it wasn't uh my my pain was not in the 250 class that's for sure other than thrasher uh hawkins qualified really well and i looked at those two whoops and i'm two whoop sections and i'm like i'm out I'm out. And then well, he, I knew he was going to jump them. He never even would try to blitz them. So I'm like, the one set, you really didn't have to blitz. You, if you jumped them well, you were fine. Yeah. Like, even Sexton was jumping them. Right. So I'm like, okay, no problem. Just get through the other set without crashing. Because the rest of the track, he's fast. Like, he, he knows how to ride. So, I, you know, on, on that big of a track with a minute 30 lap times, I figured he could kind of make up for that. Uh, the troubles there, yeah. and that's exactly what he did. He uh, he got his best career finish, but then again, Thrasher. His, his start his starts yeah. are amazing too. Wanted to say that Thrasher, J Mart, and Vial all DNF, which helped a lot of guys like mm-hmm. Henry Miller and Hawkins. But hey, you got to be in it to win it. Uh, Roto, who'd you have? I was very similar with JT. Um, I had Hawkins and. Um, and Nice, and I should be on cloud nine right now. Should have the best team ever. And I really was never that worried about Hardy. I had Hardy on my team for a zero. I just, uh, I know the whoops, he's not great in the whoops, and I probably should have looked at that. But just generally, he's made every name that he's attempted to make this year. Um, but, but then Thrasher, and you know, it take a little solace knowing that all star goes out, but it's everybody's all star, so it doesn't hurt as bad. But then you flip it on the other side, and you're just like, "What could have happened? This could have been my my spot to make up points," you know? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, a DNF out of your all star sucks, but at least he did still get seven. It's better than you know when you pick a zero or a one handicap guy and they get last and you get a zero. So yeah, I mean, you max out at twenty six, right? So you you're losing nineteen. You're not losing. 40 right but yes yeah right yeah like yeah the, the hardy hurts so much more than thrasher yes. so yes. uh you know but it just sucks when you get 52 you get 104 points out of two guys and you get a combined seven out of the other two <laughs> just ru- ruins your yeah. for a week yeah yeah you're right uh dan who'd you have a bunch of losers okay uh <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not losers I had Thrasher as well. I thought 
same thing everyone else. Speedway, Thrasher's been great. He's been the second best guy in the series. I mean, I thought that, you know, unfortunate crash for him. Um, yeah, so bummer. Seven points there. I had FFL wrong. I also had Thrasher for FFL. Um, went back and forth on Hunter and Thrasher and the practice start. Nate got it. The star guys have been really good on those starts. And, yeah, so I lost seven points there. And then, yeah, I went with Hardy as well. And, and like like Roto said, like he's made every main event that he's lined up for. So making the main wasn't really that stressful for me until I realized how bad he was in the whoops. So then I was stressed. Uh, Jeff, just racecraft there, I think. We talked about it. That was terrible. Um, I did go with Caden Braswell. Uh, I think that we all agree that he's better at these longer races or what seem longer. And I think if – I knew that if he could get in the main event, he would do well. So 46 points there. And then Talon Hawkins, you know, like 52% of the people, I just – I thought it was a good handicap for him. I think getting in the showdown will be a little bit tougher. And that's why I passed on Joe. I think uh, having Joe for this weekend is was important to me. Uh, I thought he could get a lot of points. So that's why I passed on Joe. Yeah, yeah, I kind of I think I think I Paul said that on the pod last week and it's kind of kind of where I was too, right? Thinking about that. Um but yeah, we'll see. Like JT said, um it's also I don't think Joe Schmoda, you know, getting on the podium this weekend in a showdown is an absolute stamp it thing. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see, but I just yeah. Um I'm kind of in the, of that realm as thinking as well. Uh 450s from Atlanta. Uh Do we have to uh, I had Dean Wilson. Good job, Dino. 36. Got an eighth. 32% picture. And I had Kyle Chisholm. I believed in Chiz's turnaround. Got a second best finish of the year. 32 points. I did. JT talked about McElrath last week. I, I He qualified better. I didn't look at him. Colt Nichols and Morans I would not have picked. Uh, I did look at AC at a 30. I believe I had, I had him picked at some point, but um, didn't stay with him. And then I had Ken Roxon as my all-star. 26 points. And John Short was, uh, I, I mean, look, I, he was a 15. He's been in a four or five main events this year. We lost more riders. He was just a, he was just an automatic in the main event. And good God, uh, crash in the heat. Then poor start in the LCQ. Worked his way probably into a spot where he can qualify and then absolutely just tried something to get Joan Cross on the inside of the turn that was horrific racecraft and went down and I like John Short but that really hurt physically emotionally all of that from John Short especially after he was my lock and I championed him and all of that it was it was really painful uh but go ahead JT yeah John Short um I picked you I was nervous about picking you I even said how proficient you are at not qualifying last week on the podcast and damn it, man, I, I don't know what to tell you. You pulled a move that was highly inadvisable in heat race, uh, crashed. We're probably weren't going to make it anyway, so whatever. In the LCQ, I don't know they're going to make it, but I'll be damned if you didn't take any chance of you making it and just throw it in the dumpster with that move. Like, what do you – man, I don't know. I'm not going to be an asshole. I don't want to be mean, but that was not good. Um, so my days of picking John Short, I believe, have now come to an end. Maybe outdoors, he's proven he can do it outdoors. Um, but this this whole qualifying thing is just not working for him. So he may do well at one of these races. I just won't be a part of it. But JT, he made Anaheim one. I get it. I know, and I picked him. So <laughs> clearly, I I understand what you're saying. I just, to me, I was so mad 
that it's not worth that. Like it is not worth the amount of anger and frustration I felt. So I'll just never pick him again. And if he crushes it, good for him. It's, it's basically on the Jerry list and I don't have anything against him or Jerry or any of these people. I just will never pick them again because I can't handle it. It's, it's more about me. I can't handle the, the anger. Like I'm so mad and I, I literally hate that person in the moment. And I don't want to hate anybody. I just won't pick him anymore. And then I can, you know, if they don't make it, I can laugh and it's like, ah, oh, man, he did it again. And if he does make it good for you, that's awesome. You're, you're fixing your problem. <laughs> I, I literally I'll can't him do him. it, dude. I'll I, hit him I for can't. you, JT. What's that? I'll hit him for you. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's honestly like my emotions get the best of me. And like, I, I want to throw, I was in the like suite and the at speedway and I wanted to pick up one of the chairs and throw it through the suite window. I was so mad. Like that's not that's not good. So I'll just. I was the, I was the, uh, you're, I don't know if you're done with your team or not. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. So I had uh, I had Chisholm. He did good. Uh, Thirty points, solid. He did what he does. Um, I could I have done he done better than fourteenth, maybe. Um, but he moved forward, and that's all that I'm going to ask for. He he did just fine. Um, the rest of my team, Jason Anderson, clearly was not ready to race after you know, having the baby and I don't know where his head was. Looked like he was exhausted. Looked like, honestly, he didn't want to be out there at all in the main event. That was my, that my honest assessment. And who am I to blame him? I've never had a child of my own. I don't know the emotions and feelings he had. Um, so yeah, that I just should have not picked him. I'll, I'll take the blame. That's on me. Um, and then Marquier, I don't know, man. Like Marquier doesn't have the racecraft problem. He made really nice passes. He got good starts. He did everything that I could ask him to do. I kind of like exhaled and I'm like, all right, well, John Short can screw me here, but at least Marquier is like pulling it together and doing what he has to do. And then he just, I don't know if he quit. I don't know if he had arm pump. I don't know if he, his heart rate was 230. I don't know, but it, he just, stop trying for whatever reason. I don't know if he had to because he was tired or what. And, and Steve, I know you kind of uh, hypothesized that you think he does get tired, but we're talking about a race that's like six minutes long. I don't know, man. He was plenty fast. I know, but he goes backwards a lot. Plenty fast enough. He was. He goes he forward is. a lot too. He He's charged forward. 100%. Fast and no, okay. I, I defend your pick JT because I had him on my team. He was plenty fast enough. Like he passed all those guys. And then I have no idea what he did. Like none. Like I, I I don't know. Like it was like honestly, if this was a bigger sport, because let's let's face it, nobody would care. If this was a bigger sport, I would think he was paid off to not qualify. Like he threw the race. It's like <laughs> shoeless Chase Marquier is what, okay. what happened out there. I, I agree. I agree with everything JT just said. So Man, and your team sucks, JT. Wow. That was bad. I'm telling you, dude, I wanted to throw a chair through the window. Uh, All right, Roto. (laughs) I just want to say that, because I also had John Short, that this is my least favorite kind of pick because you couldn't not pick John Short. Like, on paper, it was the best pick in the 450 class, and I hate when I have that like proposition, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. because there's no reason he shouldn't have made it other than the fact that like JT said, he is a artist of not making it. And, and, and I couldn't afford to potentially give up the points I'd be missing from picking John short. So I think that's what hurts the most for me about John short zero. And and I won't keep beating the dead horse that has been dead for five minutes on this call, but 
we all literally couldn't not pick him because I remember when when Mad Parts announced Short and Freddie, and I was like, that is such a legit team. You know what I mean? Like that is such a big signing for Bubba Pauly. And yeah, no, I John Short has been one of my favorite privateers for years, and I am so he's soured. A great guy, he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I don't know. Like an asshole. No, no, I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm not saying JT. Yeah, you're saying so, he's not, but he is a great guy. Yes. I should have just stuck the rest of my team. Cooper Webb is my all-star, but I should have stuck with, I picked Grant Harlan and Justin Starling, and I picked both of them, even though Starling said, don't pick me on Twitter. Yeah, he just said he just said, I'm not going to do that good, but I was never concerned about him not making the main, you know? But Grant Harlan was down early, and I knew I was never worried about him. I knew he was going to get double points because Grant races to the checkers no matter what happens, and I wish... I wish John Short was Grant Harlan. Uh, so that's just my biggest regret is I couldn't pick Grant Harlan twice, even if he only scored 26 points. You didn't do um, you didn't do FFL, did you? I did not. No, no, I okay. I wasn't even confident with my normal writer, so right. I wasn't touching FFL this week. All right, Dan. I did FFL. I got it wrong. Mm, yeah, shocking. Stupid, stupid sight. Chase Sexton led the first lap. That's dumb. No, I'm just kidding. People are bitching that Sexton led the first real lap, I guess, or something. But FFL is for the first person to cross the finish line, mm-hmm. and that was Ken Roxon. So, yeah, I didn't get that. Um, I also had Mark EA, and I agree with everything JT said. I think he was paid off. I think somebody had a big bet somewhere along the line, and he he was paid off. That's what I think. Um, I had a John Short. No reason I mean, Roto just said it. There was zero reason why he shouldn't have made the main event when you look at that list of people. Um, I had AP as an all-star. He got 26. That was pretty cool. Um, was the, that was the only cool thing in my night. And then I had Norin, 32 points. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I had I had four combined guys race the races uh, out of eight. Uh, two, FFL, <laughs> two FFLs wrong. Oh, that's uh, a tough. That's a tough race. <laughs> just, I mean, the only thing is, some guy scored a point, and it looks like he might have tried. I don't understand. Like, I mean, he just got bummed. I mean, it, so it could be worse, I guess. I don't know. So, on to on next week. Yeah, no, on to New York. We're gonna look at those picks right now. I want to thank the folks at uh, Fly Racing, of course, uh, for coming on board this podcast. Whether it's the uh, uh, the enduro gear that they make, the patrol stuff, uh, whether it's over the boot, under the boot, whether all the way up to their Evo line that has the BOA closure system on it. Fly Racing's got you covered for gear. Kinetic Mesh is out now. It's April, but it's hot in a lot of places in America. And so try that Kinetic Mesh. It's breathable. It's uh, flexible. It's uh, malleable. I'm trying to think of anything else. Malleable? Yeah. Wow. I'm trying to think of some, another, another m- bull word. Um. Okay, I don't know. It's great stuff, though. Uh, Vance Well, uh, it's Wygant's favorite gear when put on forward-facing. Uh, he actually loves his stuff. So please check out Fly Racing, flyracing.com, and that Formula Helmet's amazing, man. Uh, you won't find anything better than that thing. I love it. It's absolutely great. All right, 100% uh, lead pipe locks from our buddy Dirty Al. Paul has won three in a row. He had Braswell and Chiz. He has pulled to the within nine points of JT. JT Roto in the uh, is pulling close in this uh, in the experts league, and now Paul is pulling close in the uh, lead pipe lock lead. Uh, what's the worry factor? Do I do I seem nervous to you? Nope. Okay. Okay. All right. Take that for what it is. All right. Fair enough. Um, and uh, Paul had Braswell Chisholm seventy eight. JT had Schmoda Dino uh, Roto. You had Schmoda and Nichols. Does that seem right? Yep. Okay. 
Uh, Dan was not on the pod, but the average of the pod was 54. So Dan got that. And I, I had Hardy and Short. So I got zero. And I have now, uh, I am now last in that league after being second at one point. <laughs> so uh, JT leads 740 to Paul 731. Roto, you have 727. And then Dan and I are out of it. Just completely out of it. Uh, thank you to the folks at 100%. Pulp 30 to save on everything at 100%. Goggles and and, uh, and casual wear and bicycle stuff and glasses and all of that. Uh, Pulp 30, code to save at 100%. Whether it's downhill mountain biking, BMX tracks, the street bike racing guys that Dan went to this past weekend, MLB, snowboarding, skiing, all genres of running. 100% is a generation of racers asking the original tagline. How much effort do you give? Uh, they're San Diego-based company. And, of course, when it comes to, like, Jet Lawrence and the Star guys and uh, HEP guys and, and everybody using 100% uh, web AP. Uh, Pulp30 to save at 100%.com. Please check it out. Thank you to those guys for coming on the pod. And we also do random prizes on the on the show. You just got to sign up for the Championship League, and you can win a prize. Let's get into um, $25 motorsport.com gift card from uh, MXKid236. Uh, thanks to the motorsport.com uh, guys for putting up that gift card. Our jerky prize package is Trev S24. Trev S24. Thank you, our jerky. And the grillyourassoff.com seasoning package, Rye021. Rye021. We'll be in touch. Thank you for playing, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you to Yamaha, of course, for uh, all that they do for the game as well. Really, really good stuff. Uh, all right, going into New York, um, showdown, 250 class. So let's start there. Let, we normally start with 450s, but let's start 250 showdown. Uh, this should be really, really good stuff. Uh, the field is open. And, uh, yeah, man, there is uh, there's some really good picks here. Dan, let's start with you. Uh, what do you like? Mm, nothing nothing okay <laughs> moving on no i mean i mean these are hard right like i don't i don't know i mean i like joe give me joe um and i like jordan smith uh i think they're both gonna make the main event and i think they are top five guys um it's tough you know after that the the deeper handicaps are, are really hard um Derek kelly uh, maybe a little bit out of four. Um, Colin Park has made a shootout. He made the shootout last year. Uh, what about what about a guy who could podium this race? He's a zero. What if I told you that? What if I said there's a gentleman who could podium this race and he's Jerry a zero? Martin? No, Pierce Brown is who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he could also uh, get 20 seconds. He could. He could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how would you feel about your team if you went Pierce Brown – Carson Mumford, Jordan Smith, Joe Shimoda, like, or whatever, any of those guys, right? You feel good about it on paper, right? But you have Jordan Smith and Pierce Brown on your team. Pretty dangerous. Um, well, hold yeah. On. Um, Jeremy, I think that okay. I think that's my team right now. I go I go Joe Jordan Pierce Brown. Oh, you just shit on my Pierce Brown pick. No, no, he can he can get third. You just shit on it, I thought. Uh, is Jeremy Martin okay? I think he's okay. Yeah. I think he's all right. Yeah. Is Vial yeah. okay? Vial, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, he is shit. So my whole thesis, and, and we can obviously talk about the picks. Uh, to me, I want to get eight guys in. Um, and, and obviously that's always the goal. But at showdowns, it's it's more critical because 
half the guys and you know the heat race thing is basically a main event so you you're kind of telling yourself is your guy a top nine guy in his coast because you really don't want to be in the lcq so i'm going to go super safe and i think you can um assuming vial is healthy you know i'm looking at j mark could be one of those guys too but all these guys can crash they can all dnf know that going in but you could go a combination of jordan joe j mark vial pierce brown and you're like a minus two is the the least value there and all of them are top five capable so i think they all make the main event probably one of them has a bad race maybe two Mm -hmm. but you could get a really good score and not have to get crazy roto what's your thoughts yeah these are maybe the worst handicaps i've ever seen um you're welcome it is just (laughs) so incredibly tight like it is it's just like looking for value and i'm just finding nothing so i agree like my first instinct is yeah shimoda jordan smith pierce brown i will say voland at a one is uh, it's still not a ton of value but it's a little sneaky good because his average finish is sixth um so his average finish is Ahead of Enzo and Pierce, technically, no, I know that's because no Pierce way, had... no way, his season average is a sixth. I think it is. The West is so wildly weak. Yeah, but he didn't even make a main event. He didn't make. Well, a main uh, event. to be fair, that's then that doesn't count as yeah. a as a well, main. Well, I'm just but... I, I'm just saying that yeah. has to count. He missed the main event with only half the coast there, so yeah, yeah. it's got to count. Twenty um, third, something. The the only I say deeper is Mumford at a seven. He is technically the tenth guy on the west in terms of low handicap to high but i don't see how he loses to thompson wageman and kelly in the heat race yeah he only needs to be one of those guys to make it in through the heat but no it is it is these are some dastardly handicaps like it's definitely going to be there's going to be a lot of people missing double this weekend thank thank god i'm going to say thank god we only have six all-stars but at least that that's two extra spots to make up double points. But it, yeah, it's, it's gnarly this week. I think, I think, um, well, I, I don't know if this is a rule, Dan, but I think I would want to, um, if possible, go two East two West. Yeah. Like don't stack your coast, right? Yeah. I mean, you're going to benefit. I mean, in the LCQ it's East and West, but that's how I'm looking right now. Like, for the all-star, I guess it could be either way. Um, your all-star should be in yeah. regardless. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't want to pick Joe, Jordan, and then Jeremy Martin all being on the same coast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For, for me, that's tough. But one thing to remember, though, it is a West race next week. So the guys that you pick won't be available next week in the 250 class. So if you picked four West guys, they're not going to be available next week. You know what is I mean? National so, West? Or, sorry, yeah, it is, sorry, okay. East. Okay. Sorry, sorry. I, my bad. Uh, east. So, with me picking Joe Jordan mm-hmm. and say uh, Hunter or something, those are all East guys. Sorry. It's a great point. No, Dan, I uh, didn't even think about that. Right. Next week's is East. So, you, if you stack it up, you're. Yeah. And you have to remember, Pierce will go back to an All Star. So, you pick Pierce here. He's an All Star uh, more than likely. I mean, the points still count. Uh, but the way the points are structured with McAdoo hurt and stuff, he's probably an all-star to go back to Denver. You know, I, I just JT these showdowns like I don't see it like it, it should on paper be like Hunter and Jet either one, and then uh, you know, and then Jordan and RJ, right? That should be your yeah. Top. But th- it doesn't I, I, it doesn't go that way. No, I, and I always 
I look at the Lawrence brothers, it's, they're really savvy. Like they're smart. Um, I don't know if that comes from their dad or inherently in them or whatever, but they're, they're pretty wise. I don't think this well, is probably a race. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I don't think this, it could be burner. It could be you, anybody, whoever's helping them, they make typically make good decisions. And I don't think this is a race where they're going to get caught up in the hype and like get Cindy. I think they're, they're very much big picture minded. And if this race doesn't, end up with them going one, two, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Going to both be champions in this class. So I don't, I wouldn't expect them to just run away with this thing, even though everything on paper tells you that I think maybe they get like maybe one, four, two, three, mm-hmm. two, four. Like, I just don't think it's going to be that type of race. Like I could see Joe winning. I could see Deegan winning. I could see RJ winning just because it is a weirdo showdown race. And I don't think those two are going to get caught up in any kind of craziness. I'm with you because so I think I think Jordan's could be a huge underdog here that comes up and does something. My guy Pierce Brown somehow pulls, holds it together and does something right. I don't think yeah. twins. No, I mean Kitchen, or, Kitchen, or something, or Jordan, yeah. RJ, I, RJ. I mean, I do think Jet and Hunter are one two. I think RJ and Smith are probably three four, like you know, speed wise. Um, but I think that any of these guys, not any of them, but those guys you mentioned, JT, could win. And, and I do agree with what you said. Uh, Jet and Hunter have no, like, ego to go one-two this weekend. That's not like – it would be cool. Um, but remember, Jet didn't even race the last East-West shootout uh, yeah. in Salt Lake because his foot was banged up. And he's like, ah, it's whatever. I don't need it. I, they're just, I think they'll be opportunistic. Like, if it, the win's there, great. But they're not going to do anything stupid trying to, you know, be heroes out there. So if if Vial is in, um, do we like that though at a four? No, I no. do. I actually do. Um, I think his starts that. So looking at the track, there's going to be one whoop set, and it's going to be not very difficult, in my opinion, because it it kind of comes out of a berm. There's no run into them, and I think they break down. So he should be able to get his way through them. And in these showdown races, if you get a good start, man, your life is so much easier. Um, so at a, I mean. Okay, yeah. Do I think he's going to get fifth? No. But if he gets eighth out of four, I'm cool with that. So mm-hmm. he's not a lock, but I think I'm going to take a hard look at him. If the track is conducive and he looks normal, I I may end up picking him. Roto, uh, who do you like? Non-All-Stars. Um, just to piggyback off of JT's, I think Vial is the highest handicap that I feel comfortable. He definitely makes it through the heat. Like, once you get past him, you got Park, Kelly, Wageman. I could see those guys maybe missing. Um, the weirdest thing is there's just nobody high that you could pick. Like, Derek Drake, Jace Owen are nines, and those that's the number 22nd and 23rd. Like, those are going to be the guys that are on the fringe of making the main event. So, yeah, it's just tough. Like, I don't see Miller, Yoder, Hicks, Hawkins, Braswell, like any of those guys being relevant. I would say Talon Hawkins is probably the only guy that's high that I'm looking at just because he does get great starts. I kind of like but, Mumford. I kind of like Mumford. Not I, not, not yeah, to do I, anything in the heat, like not or in the main, not to do anything in the main event, but he's a seven, you know? I don't know. Get in. Yeah. I think he can get in and get 12th. Yeah, Paul hasn't picked, just for yeah. FYI. Right. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I probably don't pick him because there's other good options, but I, I understand the logic. Um. Yeah, Roto. Uh, do you think like uh, who who? 
we definitely have spots for eleven guys. Like I'm just doing the math right here. One, two, three. I was just. Do we know? Is there? It feels like this is the first time in a long time where the coasts feel pretty even. I don't think there's. You know, like the last couple of years, it's been the LCQ. You know, West is going to take at least three or if not four. It feels pretty even this time looking down both lines. Yeah, there's well, actually, it looks like the highest handicap that's going to get in. Like if you just go by just counting down the guys, we got we're going to have some eights in there for like, but I don't know if I like that, right? Um, but I'm saying when you look at Michael Hicks at 11 and Jay Owen at nine. These guys could definitely get in. I'm not saying they can't, but it's not – yeah, it's going to be really tough for them to do much outside of barely scrape by double. I agree. What about All-Stars? Who do we, who do we think is really good in Alpha? I already uh, – I picked RJ at it too oh. just because I think, I think he's top five no matter what, and I think he is likely better than that. There's not a, there's not a lot that I love about them, so, um, yeah, I just kind of went with it. Yeah, um, kind of with you, JT, a little bit on that, right? Yeah. If I'm RJ and I'm looking at this race, I know that those guys are thinking big picture. Both of them are in championship contention. It's coming down to the wire. They don't have to get crazy here. This is the type of race where you get the unlikely winner. And if I'm RJ, I am really trying that kind of. What do you like, Dan? I have Jet right now. I do think he wins the race. Um, I have, I think he wins the race. He's healthy. He's good. I think he wins the race. At worst, he's third. There's, no one could push back to you about picking Jet ever. Yeah, zero. that's what I mean. Like, like, you can't. At, yeah. at a zero, like, but last week I picked Thrasher, and he, you know, he unfortunately crashed out. Jet could crash out too, of course. But, yeah, I, I like Jet. I like RJ too. I think Paul has him selected too. Um, but, yeah, I have Jet selected. I agree with Dan, and, and to that point, I'm going to pick a West All-Star because I, that way I don't lock out anybody for next week in Tennessee. So that that's really just Jet, RJ, and Kitchen. Yeah, I will have Jet in Nashville, um, and ho- I'm hoping he doesn't win. That way he's not like a minus one or anything, but I'm, I'm going to come race. back to Jet next week. Jet doesn't race Nashville. Oh, yeah. Wait. You can have Sorry, it yeah, it's West. So I'll go back to Hunter then. I'll go with a Lawrence brother. Hey, Lawrence. Nashville. Whichever one wants to race. I'll pick that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, give me your four, Roto, and your lock. My four is going to be Jet, Smith, Shimoda, and Pierce Brown. Uh, no, not, don't give me Pierce Brown. Give me Carson Mumford. Um, and Jordan Smith's my lock. All right. I like that Jordan Smith lock pick. Um 100% lead pipe locks, by the way. Pulp 30 is the code to save. Uh, I'll go Pierce Brown, Jordan Smith, Mumford, and Hayden Deegan. He's a five. I like the higher all-stars I always have. Um, Hayden will probably shine this weekend with the the thoughts about making a splash with the showdown and all of that. So, But that, that could change. Uh, my lead pipe lock, let me hurt Pierce Brown. I talked about him off the top. Uh, lead pipe lock, Pierce Brown. Dan, what's your four on your lock? Uh, my four are Jet Lawrence as an all-star. I got Pierce Brown, and then I like Jordan Smith. And since we're giving away a Joe Samoda jersey to the winner, I'm going to put Joe on my team. And my lock is going to be Joe. All right, JT. So I want to come with the safe team that I mentioned before. Um, I have RJ, Jordan, Vial, and Pierce Brown. 
Um, the other guys that could fill in that team would be Jeremy Martin. Um, and I cannot pick uh, Joe. I had him last week. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep it safe, get four guys in and see how they shake out. So I, yeah. okay, go ahead, Dan. I, I was just going to say, I mean, looking when we get it on paper and we look at qualifying times and the heat races, you know, I think that you could pick, you know, Derek Kelly and Biao and, I don't know why I keep going back to Colin Park. I think he'll do good there. But you look at the heat race lineups, right, and and, and times. It's going to be important to look at times this week, I think. So I didn't pick uh, Schmoda last week, and I can't pick him this week. But I don't know if I like that minus two. Like, can he get better than fifth in a showdown? I know Paul was stoked on him, but. Yeah. He can. If he gets a start. His starts were god-awful last week. Um, if he gets a start, he can. Yeah. All right, 450s for New Jersey. Um, let's go ahead, Dan. Who do you like non-All-Stars? Uh, it's tough. I like Benny Bloss out of five. I think that's a good pick. Is Cade's going to be good? He's a 13. Um, he's racing and everything, right? Yep. Yeah, and, and Starling out of 12, I like that as well. I think Starling makes the main. And, um, and other than that, I don't know. It's tough. Uh I think McElrath still has value. Chiz has value. Um, JT, what do you think about Josh Hill at a four? He's been he was he rode so incredibly well. Uh, I mean, the last two laps, okay, he kind of I don't know if he made a mistake or gave up, but he let Nichols and Dino go. Um, but that's the best I've seen him ride in ten years. Was that main event this weekend and a heat race, to be honest? So I, I yeah, if he rides like that, I have no problem with it. Yeah, that's what I think too. What do you think, Roto? I still like – I think um, I've been getting a lot of points out of the Grant Harlan, Josh Cartwright, Kevin Moran's, uh, Justin Starling. I think, I think I'm probably going to go back and dip there again. Harlan and Cartwright actually both got plus one. Harlan's an eight, Cartwright's a ten. Um, Grant's average finish this year is 16th. So, I mean, that's 30 points if he just does average. Um, but as the season, as we get to the end of the season and just, you know, everybody kind of falls where they're going to be. There's not as many outrageous rides. So it kind of makes it a little bit more difficult. Yeah. This class is definitely getting a little predictable. But Starling right? said, right. And Starling said, don't pick me because he hated the track last week and still got 19th and he's a 12. So definitely if you can pick Starling, I think, I think he'll be um, maybe the highest score on the board. Are you guys worried? Like, I have not seen Starling ride like himself in months, maybe yeah. even this year. So I, that's why I keep staying away. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I don't know what's going on with him. He said he's injured. Well, he's right? posting yeah. about knee injuries, I, I know, and he's not himself. Yeah. So I, I, agree. I, I mean, like nothing against him. I just I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, don't pick Bobby Piazza, guys. He's out. <laughs> I will not be picking Bobby Piazza. He'll be in the he'll be in the field next to Jersey Stadium. I'm just uh, letting charge, you guys know. Charging you twenty bucks to rev, charging twenty bucks to rev his bike in the field next to the stadium. I have no comments to make on Bobby Piazza whatsoever. Um, uh, I do agree with the Starling thing though. He's he, he I've talked to him a little bit, and I think you're right, JT. Maybe you go with the Harlan. Cartwright's been solid. Uh, maybe you do that over over going Starling. Mm, okay. Do we know? Do we know if Clayson is like healthy? Like I know he made the main. I get all that, but I also know he was in the hospital a couple weeks ago. So I, I truly, I probably should text him, even though I have talked to him since then. I just ask him if he's okay. Do we, anybody know that? 
Uh, he's better. He's riding this week. Like he just wasn't really hundred percent, right? So he's going to okay. get better, closer to hundred percent every week. It's whether you think that, you know, one week back is is good enough or not. You know, um, I mean, thirteen is pretty pretty enticing. It is. Yes. Yes, I agree. Uh, Benny's a good pick. Yep, five. I like that, Dan. You mentioned. Yeah, yeah. Ben, Benny's solid right now. I think he's he's the best of that group. Uh, I think there's value in Dino still. Uh, not a ton, but you know, if you can pick him. There's a little bit of value there. Nickel, Nichols and him are about the same. Yeah, <laughs> Nichols know. and him about the same. I'd probably pick Josh Hill over both of them, though, if you're trying to decide. Maybe go Josh Hill. And then on the all-star side, for me, I like Cooper Webb. I think a two. I think he's got to make up some points. Mm-hmm. Going to try and fight for this podium. Track should be ready. He's good in that kind of stuff. Yep. He's been, been good here in the past. Yeah, great, um, great points for sure. Yep. So, I mean, you could obviously go Eli at a one or Chase at a one. Fuck you, are. Barsha had a two. I think that's a good pick, too. So, I mean, All-Stars, I think, pretty fair to say they're all, you know, you, you can pick any of them. They're probably all going to do well. Yeah, it's All-Stars is pretty easy, Roto. Not not, not tough, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all fair. Every single handicap here is super fair. Um, Anderson at a six is ridiculous. Um, obviously, we don't know where his head is, but just it's insane to think that we're even contemplating, can Anderson get top seven? But that's kind of where we are. That's what we thought last um, week too. I oh I know I know I'm glad that I didn't pick him last week. But yeah, but he's been top seven in I mean obviously 83 percent of the races this year. Tomac has been top two in 61 percent. Um, so I think he's probably the safest pick. He's obviously in a title fight. So yeah, this if like Anderson year, races, I want to pick title guys. Like, if Anderson's head is in it and actually wants to be there, then yeah, it's it's an auto pick. All right, um, McElrath six seven eight for for six of seven. Six is McElrath, seven's Freddie, eight is Roto's guy Harlan. They're all good picks, I think too. Um, this is a real early team for me. I, I I don't think my team will stay this way. I think Cooper Webb and Benny are on my team for sure uh, going forward. But the next two guys I have right now are Cade and Starling, and I I don't know that that they seem risky propositions for me. But I, I think um. I think I'll change those two guys, but maybe not. But that's my Wednesday team. And I will pick Benny Boss for my 100% lead pipe lock. Uh, go ahead, Roto. I'm going to have – I can't pick Webb because I had him last week, so I'll do Tomac this week for my all-star. Give me Josh Hill, Memphis and I can't pick Harlan, so I'll do Cartwright this week. And my lock is going to be – give me Josh Hill. Oh wow! Okay, goddamn. Yeah, there we go. Wow. Uh, okay, Dan, you're full uh, on your Give lock. me Cooper Webb All Star. Benny at a five. Macklemore at a six. I think Benny might be the best pick on the board, but I'm going to go with Cade at a thirteen, just because looking at this field, I think he makes the main event, and at a thirteen, he gets double points. So. Um, well, yeah, that's where I'm at. Cade's mad at me on text right now because I asked him after JT was talking about him. Uh, how good he is and how he's doing, and then he said that you only care about me for fantasy purposes. And then I said, yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, so, yeah, right. Fair. But I do care about his well-being, but for fantasy purposes. Yeah, so, I yeah. mean, do you want us to talk about you or not, kid? Yeah. So, Cade's Cade's mad now. Great. Okay, uh, JT, who do you like and who's your? Oh, did you go your lock, Dan? Uh oh. Yeah, I went with Cade. Oh, okay. I, just because I think he makes the main and gets double points. All right, uh, JT. 
So uh, the four I like for right now, um, I have Eli as my all-star, uh, McElrath, Cade, and Colt Nichols. Uh, Colt has done really well at these tracks that break down really badly, and I think that could be this New Jersey dirt. Um, so that's my thesis there on Colt. And then I lock, I'm going to go with uh, the Chiz at a six. Wow, okay. All right. Roto? Did I have your answer? I did mine. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Josh Hill. All right, yeah, Josh Hill's your lock. Right, so there we go. FFL, Dan? I didn't see. look at the track map, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to pick two of them. Um, I don't know if I'm <laughs> wrong, but uh, yeah, I mean, 250, whew, that's tough, right? I can't even get it right with half the field, but. Well, how long is the gap before the finish? Is it a lot? Do we know? Have, have yeah, we it's like it's like a full half. It's like a full half lap, right? Okay, all right. I looked at it. Um, yeah. So, Roto, do you have the track map there? I'm pulling it up right now. Yeah, I thought I, I thought it was a half a lap, but um, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's pretty far. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'll go with somebody. I, I don't have one. I don't. They're Jordan Thrasher, Hunter Jet, Vial. They, any of them can get it. Just flip a coin, but. Um, so, yeah, I don't have an answer for that. 450s, same thing. Uh, Ken Roxon's been good. Sexton's been good. So, if you want to pick one, maybe pick one of those two. Roto probably has some stats on who's got the most of them. I don't have that. I just guess. Yeah, 250 FFL is the Lawrence Brothers by a mile. And 450 FFL, it's Tomac actually has the most. And Sexton has second. All right. Yeah, good to know. All right. Well, hopefully it gets better this week, JT. Let's hope. So. Can't get worse. Uh, oh, we can get worse. Don't say that. Well, my score <laughs> can get worse. I don't think my I don't think my attitude can get worse. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, if somebody made some money off betting on Mark yet, could you hit us up? Let us know what. How'd you do that? How'd you pay him off? <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, everybody. Well, that's the. Uh... That's the Pulp Mex Fantasy Podcast for another week. Uh, thank you again to the folks at uh, motorsport.com and Fly Racing 100%. Roto, thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Of course. Uh, appreciate you having me on. Nice nice charge going on you have in that league, pulling away from me, catching JT. So you've been doing well lately. Uh, so thanks for coming on, JT. Dan, as usual, thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Good luck in, yep. uh, in New Jersey. Thanks, Thanks.